Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. And today we're going to be reviewing Berserk, uh, the original anime that came out in 1997. So I've talked a good amount about Berserk on this podcast. I've covered the movie trilogy, and I would probably be considered critical of those films. That being said, this is probably the best adaptation of any Berserk arc. This early anime covers a slight glimpse of the Black Swordsman arc, and it covers the Golden Age. Now, it still cuts stuff from the manga, especially the Black Swordsman arc. However, for the Golden Age, there is a valid reason for missing pieces. So, the, uh, I, I'll talk about the main stuff they, t- uh, they cut off from the Black Swordsman arc. Um, they only show the initial, the initial chapters of the Black Swordsman arc. They cut, they cut out a good amount of stuff, like the stuff about the priest, uh, meeting with the, the snake monster guy, um, the Baron, I should say. But, um, yeah, they, they, they cut out a, one of the very important characters of the manga, Puck, from the initial uh, episode. Uh, in the first episode, you see Guts entering a tavern with, like, these assholes that work for the Baron. And he, like, attacks them and unintentionally saves Puck in the manga. But in this one, they just have him replaced with, like, a tavern girl that it alludes to that they are going to rape, but have already raped her. Uh, so, I mean, it still has that really dark tone that I had in the manga, but they just got rid of some important characters, and they didn't cover anything after that part with the Baron. There's a huge chunk of that manga that just isn't, that arc, I should say, that isn't covered in this. Um, but, for the Golden Age, it makes more sense. Uh, this anime only was going to cover, uh, going to be 25 episodes, and it was mainly to get uh, people that hadn't already read the manga, or wasn't in the series originally, and they wanted them to have a glimpse of what it was like, and get into the anime, and they didn't want to cover parts of the manga that they would never be able to cover or get into later. Um, most of it had to do with the fact that uh, the the writer and the artist for the manga wasn't that much farther from the Golden Age arc anyway, so it just kind of was a happy coincidence that they didn't have to <laughs> cover all the other stuff, uh, specifically stuff like Skull Knight, stuff like that. Um, my favorite part of this anime is the music. The music was composed by Susumo Horisawa. This, it, it's a surprisingly great fit to the tone and atmosphere of the story. My two favorite tracks being Forces and Guts' theme Forces is mainly used during any of the battle scenes, especially when the first battle that Guts fights for the Band of the Hawk. Um, and Guts' theme, which, oof, that shit hits you right in the feels. Any, like, I don't know, it's just... It's one of my favorite tracks in pretty much any sort of media. The way it's used, and it totally fits the character to a T. It, it really makes you feel, uh, it shows you through the music, the emotional spectrum behind Guts, that he isn't just filled with rage, he's full, full of all sorts of emotions that he basically uses to give him strength. And I think that very much comes through with the music, and it's great use, it's just awesome. It really sets the atmosphere for his character in a lot of those emotional scenes. Although the biggest negative in this show is also the music. It has to do with the opening credits theme song. It's fucking terrible. It doesn't fit the show or even the tone of the story. So, it's yeah, there was a uh, really popular band in the 90s that they wanted to put in the beginning uh, for the opening credits. I understand, like, there's some sort of, like, cult following behind the opening of it. Like, there's some people that I unironically like it for some reason. And it's a meme, like, put your glasses on, like, there's a lot of memes with Guts wearing sunglasses, and that's the joke, but to me, I just don't find it funny, I think it's just dumb, in a, 
It really, it really is super jarring. I've shown this anime to a few different people, and I almost always have to say, "Don't, don't worry. The opening's just terrible." I swear to God, the anime is actually good. I, yeah, both my father and my wife, who at the time wasn't, maybe she was my girlfriend, and I showed it to her, and she looked at me and was like, "Are, are you serious right now?" <laughs> so that is definitely the worst part of this anime. The animation is a little dated, but it captures the look of the manga really well. I like the scenes where they colorize the stills. I also love the color palette. This is what the world, to me, anytime I watch uh, this anime, this is what I imagine the world would look like if it was colored, because the manga is in black and white. Also, the characterizations of the three main characters, Guts, Casca, and Griffith, are much, much better. You actually get an emotional attachment to these characters, and unlike the later movie trilogy, um, it's mostly to do with not cutting out a lot of the character development, especially Griffith. He feels much more like a whole character. So, Griffith, in the movies, he's very much more angled like a villain and a mysterious villain. And he does have a mystique around him. They, they often refer to him as some sort of angelic or godlike being, even in the manga and in the show. But there's a huge part of the anime in, and in the manga in the Golden Arc where they're fighting to the battle for Doldry. There's a whole thing about him and the governor and that the, Griffith, who actually had a history with the pedophile governor, he, when he was in the early stages of the Band of the Hawk, he had a little boy that fought for him, and he wanted to be a knight and a soldier, so Griffith let him join the Band of the Hawk. They ended up dying in a battle, and it really, really messed up Griffith, to the point where he agreed to sleep with the governor so that he'd have the time, resources, and the men so that he doesn't have to fight for battles to help rebuild uh, any of the damage that had done to the band of the hawk, and you see him when he's bathing himself the next day, and you, uh, the conversation between him and Casca, and how much it affected him to see how much death and suffering is involved with him getting his dream, and on the inside, you know, it bothers him, but on the outside, he won't let it show, and you only see a very small glimpse of the real pain behind Griffith's actions and the pain he knows it will cause. But he, he also knows his justification for it is also heavily stated. And during that whole part is really important to Griffith. Like, at least for me, um, when I watched this anime and I read the manga, that was the part of the arc that really made him interesting to me. And I think it would for a lot of people. You need more than just him being super smart and uh, tactical. You need There needs to be some reason of how he got to this point and why he got there. And the way how he's so certain in the choices he makes. And that really makes that set up. And Guts is way closer to the manga. It very much has those emotional beats. And you actually get a backstory on Guts. You actually get a lot more about his childhood in the show, especially uh, when it talks about when he was uh, sold to another soldier in his early mercenary days with Gambino. And his, he was raped. And it was a huge part of the, of the manga. And Guts's initial way that he interacts with people and why he wouldn't join mercenary bands. He would fight by himself and he would always leave. He'd do a contract and then when it was done, he'd leave. He wouldn't let anyone own him. And you see that a lot of the times when he, like, he doesn't let people touch him. He hates it when people touch him. Um, to the point where he'll just become immediately violent if they won't stop. So, I like those parts and it's, it's really good. And, it, and I, I could see, this anime is what I could get 
people really into the story with and it was the intention and they definitely make that part um it still had there's a, the, the animation and the dialogue can be a little bit off i wish that some of the 2d technical aspects of the movie like if we could mix the great storytelling and the characterizations and the music of this and put the 2d animation from the trilogy in this with that and like not the 3D, the fucking CGI is terrible in the in the movie trilogy. But just put that 2D in those 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 scenes where you get the really cool animation. And you put those together. I know there's a fan edit called the Band of the Hawk, but I want like a real a real cut <laughs> of it, um, which we never get because we have that currently the one of the most terrible animes I've ever seen with the 2016 and 17 Berserk anime. But yeah. I actually really love this anime. It's definitely one of my favorites. Um, it's it's still not as good as the manga, obviously, and most of the time it isn't. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great interpretation. You can really tell that the people that made this uh, were, had a great love for it. It's actually by the people that did Pokemon, the original Pokemon. Um, but yeah, it's there's a lot of love and heart for the manga and for the creator in the show, and it really it really comes through. And I think it's a great thing to watch. It's on YouTube, all 25 episodes. And it's great. Yeah. And I, I highly recommend the English word, the English dub for anyone who isn't Japanese or doesn't speak Japanese. I highly recommend it. I prefer um, the voice acting for the English version. I think those voices fit the characters much better than, say, the, the Japanese version. Well, that could just be me. But I do. I love the voice actors. It's the same voice actors from... The movie trilogy because they brought them back from the movie trilogy because of how well they did for the dub it's great so yeah i highly recommend it so i hope you enjoyed today's episode um i know it's been a couple days since i've done another episode so i really appreciate it we're coming up on our 50th episode um so yeah i greatly appreciate anyone who's listening um we're now we now have listeners in 10 countries i think that's amazing i, I never thought anyone was gonna listen to it anyway so i highly appreciate all those listeners out there and i hope you have a good night